It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why are we in the bar? Hello, 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 and welcome to To The Max Sports. You all know what time it is. Time for To The Max Sports. There we go. How you doing, Bob? I've had better weeks. Like the uh, summer's returning to San Antonio, it's supposed to be 95 Saturday. Really? I didn't yeah. I, I didn't even look at the temperature. Yeah, I think it cools down later in the week. Yeah, it was it was kind of nice the last couple of days to, to to have to wear a little bit of a jacket, so that was kind of nice. But no, I was uh I was a little sad after Mon- after Sunday night's game. That was uh not happy. No, not Sunday night. It was in the, it was in the afternoon. Are you talking about the your your yeah, boys? Yeah, I'm talking about my I'm talking about my boys. My, my my 49ers losing to the Browns. You know, I'm not worried about it. They'll be fine. They they lost uh they lost McCaffrey, they lost Dabo. Oh, no. I mean, we had three injuries. So Trent yeah. Williams Trent Williams went down, came back into the game. Debo was out with a shoulder. Christian McCaffrey went out with an oblique, though it looks like he's going to be back pretty soon. Yeah. Uh no, and and the reality is, is we still should have won that game. If Moody kicks a 41-yard field goal, we walk out of there with an ugly win, which I would have taken. Right, and that's what I'm saying. It's it's not a big deal for them, and they still should have won despite not having a lot of their best players. And Cle- and Cleveland has a really good defense. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, we always give our picks. Stick around for that. As a matter of fact, if you would just listen to my locks, not our primetime picks because we just do that because we can't do every game. But if you listen to my locks, you're going to make some money. I had Baltimore last week. Bob, one thing that's driving me nuts right now, and, uh, you know, it, it sounds we sound like a broken record, but I'm sure there's people out there listening. Feel free to comment, Apple, Spotify, listen on all that. If you want to hear my picks, just go ahead and hit like and subscribe and then rewind and don't listen to all this gibberish. But one thing that's driving me nuts, Bob, is the NFL officiating. It has gotten to the point where it's bad, dude. It's, uh, it, it, it's bad, and it's really it's, – it's at the point where it's really affecting the outcomes a lot of these games. It's – when the officiating, to my point, is 10, creeping up to 20% of what's going to happen as the final outcome of the game, that, that's scary stuff. I mean, it's <sighs> – if I'm going to take a measured attitude about it, and I have my own personal axe to grind on one particular call from this past weekend, but the officials the officials in the NFL are in a bad place. They have to make sure that player safety is prioritized. So a lot of these calls that I think we all have issues with are, you know, calls about, you know, bad hits. The, the one that I have an issue with was one which was not a bad hit. It was actually a good hit. On a defense, on, on on a receiver who was getting ready to hit the ball, he did not go. He did not lead with his head. He did not go into the helmet. It was a good shoulder to shoulder, and they still called it. The problem is, is that's not reviewable. That should be and, reviewable. And, and and you're kind of getting to where I want to go with this. You know, baseball is probably the one sport that's got it right. One of the reasons why is they can do a replay. There's it's it's a not a contact sport, so it's very easy. You're either safe or you're out. Mm-hmm. Basketball, football can be a little bit subjective, but with the technology nowadays, you're wearing a headset right now. I'm looking at you. Yeah. Are you telling me that I can't be the eye in the sky voice from the heavens 
that can say, Bob, pick up the flag. You, you, you call pass interference, and uh, it was a good hit. That that took me what ten seconds. Well, <sighs> ten seconds. The the pro- the problem is is the way the rules are structured. But that's what I'm getting and, at. Let's yeah. change the freaking rules. No, no, and Let's and fix and, this. and I'm all for that. I I have always advocated. I don't think I have wavered whatsoever in my own opinion that there needs to be an official in the booth looking at all of the feeds who is part of the crew, not an advisor to the crew, but part of the crew. It's their call. It's not. It's not a bunch of guys going under a hood to review it on the side of the field. It's it's guys actually in a room where they can see it all, and they don't need to go under a hood. Yeah. I mean, I look at these war rooms. You know, you look at these uh, grandstands, and you got offensive coordinators, and there's like 20 assistants in there for each team. You know, when you watch these. I, yeah. Why, why can't there be a team of, of referees or, or one guy sitting in there, you know, changing the play real time? Because it, it really is – it's – it's a fact in the outcomes. The scores of definitely some games. No, absolutely. And even the outcomes. And though, though taking a larger attitude, I'm going to say that the officials aren't biased against one team or the other. It's just, it's just the way it is. And 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 I'm going to go. Okay, one week it's going to be bad for me. The next week it's going to be bad for my opponent. And just go. At the end of the day, it's going to come out in the wash. It does need to get better. I would wish the competition committee could look at something like adding a member of the crew in the booth and doing it that way and also expanding what can be reviewed because, yeah, I mean, everyone on that broadcast for that hit on that receiver in the in the 49ers game was like, that's a good hit. And Shanahan's pissed, but he can't throw, he can't throw a flag because that's not reviewable. Yeah. I saw Geno Smith uh, um, got sacked and, you know, they <sighs> – it was a it was a clean hit. Yeah, and and right now it seems like they are prioritizing quarterback safety again and it's looking like a lot of these there's a lot of judgment calls about whether or not the defensive back or lineman is landing with full weight on the quarterback, whether or not it's roughing the passer, and those are those are back-breaking penalties cuz those oh, yeah. are typically on, you know, third and long. Yeah, and all of a sudden they got and, the first down. And all of a sudden yeah. it's an automatic first down. Yeah, it's it's 15 yards, and it's killer. Yeah, it's – yeah. And and some of these plays, too, where a guy uh, gets called for interference and the receiver would have had to have been the size of Wimbenyama to catch the football. Yeah. And, and they and – they, so, you know, you chuck down a ball 40 yards. No way – yeah, maybe there was some slight bumping, which is going to happen when you got two guys running down the field side by side at 20 miles an hour, whatever they run – and then all of a sudden, you know, it went from third and 10 to 40-yard completion, first down on the tet spot of the foul. Well, I there's a lot of there's a lot of rules in college football that I don't like. One of the things that I do like in college football is a pass interference is not placement where the where the penalty occurred. Yeah, I like that. It's a t- it's it's like a 10 or 15 yard and automatic first. But, you know, with the NFL now and and, and the scoring so low, they're probably never going to change that one. Matter of fact, um, what is New England, um, the Giants, and Miami have in common? Uh, they all play on the East Coast. Well, that. And they've never had dinner in my kitchen. Well, <laughs> the Dolphins scored 72 points in one game, I believe it mm-hmm. was. That's the combined total points that the 
the Giants have scored in their season and the Patriots in their season. Oh yeah, no, it's no. Crazy. The yeah, it's it, it it it's been crazy and yeah, I mean during the regular season we're going to see a lot of PI calls and that stuff will get a little bit looser once we get to the playoffs. That's the that is the normal ebb and flow of an NFL season. Well, we're starting to see a little bit of shakeout in the divisions. I guess the Cowboys won their must-win game. They sh- uh, they they almost lost that game. And quite frankly, the Chargers didn't look good. If you're a Cowboy fan out there, I'd be a little worried. Yeah, this this, this wasn't a game that I would say uh, Cowboys were back. I mean, the you could say well the red zone defense of the Cowboys held them, but I think the Chargers uh, they look terrible. I mean, uh, Herbert, you know, missed a couple wide open receivers, mm-hmm. so I don't I don't think it's all free and clear for the Cowboy fans, other than the fact. Philadelphia, which is leading the division, uh, has a hellish schedule ahead of them. And and Philadelphia is not looking good. No. I mean, I I think, I mean, okay, I'm biased. They're looking so, okay. I mean, they're looking okay, but I, I mean, I'm biased, but I'm going to throw out the Cleveland game and say that San Francisco still looks like the best team in the NFC. Oh, without a doubt. Maybe, maybe the Lions, but I – but I have a problem elevating the Lions to that level, given that they really haven't had success in their history. Right. So that's always kind of a, a a hill you need to go over before I can Correct. trust you. Uh, offensively, I, I would definitely give the Lions the lion's share of what you're talking Ha-ha. about. Uh, <laughs> no pun intended. Their defense is, you know, I mean, even their defense is good. They got that kid from Michigan State who's a beast. And they're going into Baltimore this weekend, and they're an underdog again. Yeah, you know, anytime you go into Baltimore, you know, at home, you're probably going to ride as a dog. That's just that's just a fact of life. Yeah, but... but and <sighs> now, that's a test. We'll, we'll see where Detroit's at. They're on the road against a, a tough Baltimore team, which, to me, continually underperforms. You know, they're, again, yeah. they're, they're the Vikings uh, of their division. It just... You look at the stat line and you're like, wow, Lamar had 60 yards rushing. He yeah. had uh, 260 yards passing. Uh, he completed, you know, 21 of 33. And, oh, yep, there's the fumble on the 10-yard line when you're ready to score. Mm-hmm. There's the interception in the end zone, you know, mm-hmm. all the Kirk Cousins. Yeah, so. So that division's wide open. I mean, anyone from Pittsburgh to well, to anyone to Cincinnati other than Pittsburgh. I mean, I I think Pittsburgh no. may may eke out a winning season, but again, I, I I have called that I call that division preseason as the toughest division in football. And I still stand by my feelings that the AFC um, East East with the Patriots. You know, even the Jets now have kind yeah. of. I think they've formulated a game plan around Zach. Just to say, please don't lose us the game. You, you don't even have to win it. You don't even. All you got to do is maybe just show up. Yeah, that's Can you do that for us. Yep, Mr. That, Wilson? that's that's a stout. That is a stout defense who befuddled Jalen Hurts. Yeah, but you can't rely on your defense for seventeen games to win seventeen. No, games. not 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 over the course of the season. It's yeah. offense will get you into the playoffs. Defense will get you through the playoffs. Yeah. It's an excellent analogy, Bob. Um, so, Bob, you kind of came back down to earth. You went one and three in your primetime picks. 
But that yeah. still has you at a healthy twelve and seven. I'm 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 okay. Uh, I'm I'm starting to reach that five hundred bar now. Okay. Um, I was three and one, so I popped up to eight and nine. But if you listen last week, my lock, which was not a primetime game, the one that I put my money on was Baltimore minus three and a half overseas. Okay. Tottenham, England, mate. Tottenham. 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 Uh, I've got uh, a lock, if you'll listen later. Got a lock to th- this week. Okay. So you want to get into uh, baseball or well, you want to get into our picks? You want to no, stick with the foot, uh, football No, let's stuff? let's let's talk about some baseball because it's it's pretty big news if you're if you're a Texas guy that yeah. stick around for our picks in NFL. The Ran- baseball. The, the Rangers and Astros are, are are pretty much duking it out, and it looks like it, it looks like the Rangers the Rangers for the first two games got out to a lead and then hung on, and then this past one game three. I expected Scherzer to have a bump, and he had a bump in the second inning, and then yeah. the Astros didn't look back. I didn't have a lot of confidence in the game, but um, I actually put a little coinage on that game. I took the Astros. Mm-hmm. I just thought Scherzer coming back. I said they're going to give him a low pitch count. I figured that you know the longest he would last would be five innings, even if he pitched well. So then I figured the Ranger or the Astros could get into that Ranger bullpen, but. Hey, it was pretty easy, but you know, having said all that, the Rangers still popped what five or six runs. Yeah, they did. So they're a dangerous offensive team. They did, and and my God, I mean, this is not a very charitable thing to say, but uh, is Altuve an escapee from the Lollipop Guild? He looks tiny. He weighs a buck sixty-five, and man, can that guy put a pounding on the ball? They said he hit three balls through the outfield. One went over the fence. For a total of twelve hundred and fifteen feet, the, that's coming from a guy that's five seven, five eight. If you're nice, I think one hundred sixty five pounds. There is no way he's five foot eight. You know he's got more career hits at this stage in his career than Pete Rose. Really, really, isn't that something? Uh, he's listed as five foot six on Wikipedia, and I think even that's generous. Yeah. That that he's a oompa loompa, loompa Okay, you're gonna go Willy Wonka. I'm gonna go Willy Wonka. By the way, this Christmas season we get a third Willy Wonka movie. I can't wait. We get a third Willy Wonka movie. But back it's to only El- good if Gene Wilder's in it. It's not. It doesn't have Gene Wilder. Is uh, he still alive? I don't believe so. Actually, let me. My, my condolences. Maybe they could put him back as a bit part. Yes, yes. He 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 has he left us like seven years ago. Because so we can't bring him back. Uh, but is, El- is Biden still alive? Nice. Nice. At least he's not under four indictments. But there we go. Uh, <laughs> weekend at Bernie's. Uh, weekend, in, weekend in Jerusalem. So, I mean, Altuve, that one hit that he went into the dirt to get that ball. That ball was nine inches off the ground. Yeah. And he was reaching out for it. Now, Altuve is a lot closer to the ground than, say, like a Derek Jeter. Yeah. But but that was just insane. Yeah, he, he's a really... He's a fun ball player to watch. Yeah, look out for the Astros. I mean, ooh, if they win, uh, if they win at uh, Globe Stadium, is it uh, tomorrow yep. night? Is it tomorrow night? Maybe. Uh, look out! I no, mean, no, we get another game tonight. I think, I think the Phillies play tonight, don't they? Yeah, I mean the the Phillies are back in Game Three. No, the Astros and Rangers are tonight uh, tonight as well at Globe Life Field. And speaking um, of offensive juggernauts, oh my God, the Phillies mm-hmm. are. Killing it. Yeah, but, you know, it's Arizona. 
Arizona, kind of the, the slipper fell off, Cinderella. And, uh, you know, the Phillies were in the World Series last year. Of course, I picked them at the start of the season last year to win the World Series as big underdogs in that division. And, well, and of course, I'm a, I'm a year late, dollar they're, short. They're, they're not underdogs now. And, no. man. What a starting pitching lineup, though. They got uh, Nola and was it the one? Zach Wheeler. Your former Met, who I really love, that's a tough two combo to get by in the first part of a series. Well, man. yeah, well, and then then you have Schwarber and Turner and Harper. Oh, I mean, that is a murder's, murder's row. row. Yeah, just I mean, yeah, it's it, it's easy to pitch when you're home and you're taking the bump at the at the you know in the top of the second, and you have a big lead already. It's like, yeah, yeah it makes it easy. Yeah, j- just get through the top of the first and you're fine. Then you're coming into that stadium as a as kind of a new new face in the crowd, and you got to deal with those obnoxious Philly fans to boot. So it's just that is I I heard somebody say that that is the loudest outdoor stadium for baseball they have ever been to. Yeah. Wonder how many car batteries they sell during the game. Oh, they they coat them in ice. So <laughs> well, I, speaking of which. Go ahead. Batteries and talk. ice? You have well, a story about batteries and ice? I have a ice? story about batteries and ice, but I have a story about batteries. Okay. A lot of them are happening in stadiums, man. I, I used to pull them up. You know, I'd have to dig deep to find one. You'd show the video. Dude, every week in the NFL and in baseball, there's a some fan getting their ass kicked in the stands, in the concourse, in the parking lot. You know, I know that in most major league games, they cut off the alcohol in the seventh inning. You think we're reaching the point where they're going to start cutting off the alcohol in the fourth quarter of these football games? Because, I mean, fans are getting the hell beat out of them. I, I mean, m- maybe we should love our fellow man. I, I mean, it's like one of the top three rules. It's love thy neighbor as thyself. And I don't think I'm beating myself up. Yeah, I, but <laughs> these are grown men wearing some other grown-ass man's jersey on their back with a name on it beating the hell out of each other. So, hey, guys, it's a it's a game. Okay, so get a life. Quit the fights. Enjoy the game. We got kids out there. Yeah, leave. You know, I know you love your team, but leave, good Lord. Leave the fighting for the soccer hooligans in Europe. Yeah, leave the fighting for hockey where at least they, they got some equipment to protect them. Well, and the reality is is that the, the, I think there's probably a lot less fighting at a hockey in a I hockey rink in a hockey match. You know, I've never seen the fans. I've seen the fans. Let's see what I love about hockey is the fans will say, "Screw you! I'm going to fight the hockey player." But I don't see a lot of fighting the stands amongst the fans no, in the hockey game. No, but football and baseball, man, these guys are out of control. Yeah, well, any more thoughts on your baseball? Maybe it is alcohol. No, I'm 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 still pulling for the Rangers. I I think the range I think the Rangers are going to do it. I do have an internal bias. I do not like the Astros. I will never like the Astros. I'm kind of like. Captain Kirk and the Klingons. Yeah, you kind of like New England and the Astros, just teams you, you forever hate. Only because they're cheaters. Or, I, I okay, to, to be a little bit more measured on that, they are teams that were cheaters in their past and that will always be a taint on them. Yeah, they were, And there were teams that really didn't have to do what they did in order to win. Yeah, that was a crazy part. That's the crazy part about it. I mean, so yeah, let me ask anyway. you this. Uh, okay. We're on cheaters in New England. Is Belichick a genius? Does he still have that genius label? Great coach? I 
You know, he's closer to the most all-time – this is an interesting stat that I didn't realize till the other day. And he had Brady for most of his career. He's closer to more all-time losses as a head coach. He's got eight more to go to beat Reeves than he is to all-time wins as a coach. Yeah, and I, I'm going to give credit where credit is due on Belichick. I do still think that he is that he is a great, and he is on the Mount Rushmore of great NFL coaches. He is great on the field. He is great in strategy. He's great there. The problem with Belichick for me, from my opinion, is he has too much control over that organization, and it's taking his focus away. For me, it's taking his focus away from the field. I wish he would relinquish some of his front office responsibilities and concentrate to the field, get a better offensive coordinator in there. I think that's also the thing. He's a defensive-minded guy. I've never been a – they got a Bill um... – O'Brien, and I, I've never been a fan of his. Yeah, ever. I mean, there's again. I'm going to show my bias that I have always said the greatest, the greatest coach of all time is Bill Walsh. And and part part of that reasoning was for innovations, yes, for for innovations and his coaching tree. That that is the one thing I will always ding Belichick on is he has no coaching tree. Yeah, it, 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 well, that's true. You had Sam Weiss who innovated the no huddle. He yeah. came out of that Walsh family. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good point. You know, an underrated coach of all time actually was Don Coryell. Oh, yeah. I mean, he revolutionized the entire Oh, yeah. Him and, and you can yeah, argue and that Fouts, he was yeah. the original West Coast offense kind of guy. Yeah, and, 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 and the dig on Walsh is going to be, well, he had Joe Montana, he had Dwight Clark, he had Jerry Rice in Jerry Rice's early years. But, but can I, I, can yeah. I put out a secret memo here? Great coaches usually have great players. And great just pl- saying. and great players typically have great coaches. Yeah. So um well you want to get into our picks. I got my lock, but do you have the picks for I, tonight? I know we got Jacksonville. Tonight Man, we have they're the, getting a lot of prime time, aren't they? Jacksonville this year? Yeah, which Double is in, games and, yeah, and which is which was, is insane. Yeah. I I I don't particularly care. Nah. Jaguars on the road in New Orleans playing the Saints. New Orleans is favored by a measly two. So if so, whoever you pick this game, you, you're thinking they're going to win it outright. Well, they're hiding. Uh, supposedly there's going to be an announcement on um, Jacksonville's quarterback. What's his name? Sunshine, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Supposedly. But, you know, the guy's been practicing all week. My philosophy is if you practice all week – you're playing. Um, maybe this line will change. They're going to make an announcement here in a couple of hours, I think, about whether he's playing. I'm going to go on the premise that he is. First outright pick of the year for me in our primetime games. Give me Jacksonville outright. They seem to be trending in the right direction, scoring some points. I'm going to – another game where I, where I hate that we've locked ourselves into just picking the primetime games because I don't want to pick this game. Because I don't care. Uh, these are two teams in the South divisions that are really I, – I think the South divisions are the, the wasteland of the NFL. Uh, just because I don't want to lose ground to you anymore, I'll go with you on the Jaguars getting the points. I don't feel all that confident either way on this one. I got Bob on the defensive. I'm making a run at him. Well – are you? I'm going to play. I'm, I'm going to play not to lose. How's yours that? is the points, not outright. I really don't care. 
I mean, hey, you but get an extra point if you though, call it outright. The, I mean, though, the reality is, 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 is if you, is if you're going to pick the Jaguars with the points, you may as well just take them on the money line. Yeah, two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, okay, yeah. so transitioning to Sunday night, this should be a good game. Should be. Miami on the road at the Eagles. Now they're saying it's going to be about 62 degrees, so it's really not an un, a hostile weather environment for the Dolphins on the road. The Eagles, the Eagles aren't being all that impressive. Now the Eagles have a good defense, but the Dolphins have a lot of, a lot of weapons. Philly's favored by two and a half. Give me the greatest show on non-turf. Give me the uh, Dolphins. They may have Jalen Ramsey back on defense. I think there's a game time decision on him. Uh, I like Miami in the points at a hostile Eagle environment. I yeah, the the Eagles have won ugly this year. So if they win this game, they are going to win it ugly. So it may go down to an end of the game type of situation and win it by one or two. So I think the points are good in this, but I think the Dolphins have a lot of of have a lot of talent. It's just a matter of whether or not the Eagles' defense showed up. Now they showed up against the Jets, even though they lost that game. But it's the Jets. Um. I like Tua. I'm, I am a firm member of Tua on. So, nice. I like Tua. Give me the Dolphins. He stayed upright and healthy this year, which guess who's out for the rest of the year? We called it uh, before the draft because of his style. Anthony Richards, gone for the year. Yep, yep. Uh, you got uh, Bryce Young battling injuries. The only one who's seen some Ben stayed healthy and upright is Stroud. Yep. And he's having, yep. You know, he set the NFL record for the most starts as a – Quarterback as a rookie without an interception. He finally had one last week. Yeah. So, yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, so I'm going to go with yeah, Tua and the Dolphins. Okay. Last game of the week. 49ers on the road for a second straight week at the Vikings in Minnesota. San Francisco's on the road in a seven-point favorite against the vaunted, the vaunted Minnesota Vikings. See, here's what sucks. If you're getting that many points at home and you're capable of scoring points, which the Vikings are, I, I like the 49ers to win. I, I, know, I know I'm going to be saying, why did I do this? Cousin screwed me again. But when you got a team at home that's capable of scoring points, which the Vikings are, we can't argue that. It's just how they lose points. Give me the Vikings plus seven and then shut me up before I change my mind. I'm, I'm looking forward to this game. I mean, 49, okay, it is on the road. Now, they did go home. They had an extra day, yeah. so they slept in their own beds. Now, we're going inside again. Last, one of the problems for the 49ers against the Browns was that was a shitty-ass field and shitty-ass weather. Yep. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of Purdy's problems were, I think, due to the weather. Yeah, um, so that, that, that game doesn't bother me a bit. No, no, no. It 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 it, it you doesn't. Know the Browns have one of the top five defenses in the NFL. Oh yeah, absolutely. They go they go into the Cleveland Brown Stadium against one of the top defenses in hostile weather, lose two of their arguably their best players, and, and miss they, a forty yard field and goal. And they to still should have won that game. So no, no. I'm I'm fine with the game, but I'm getting to the point where I think I think Purdy and Shanahan are really going to light it up again. I think there's going to be a lot of offense on the 49ers side. I'm a little worried about the line. 
being seven points, that seems to be a trap for me. I I like to buy the juice and move this a little bit. Yeah. So if we just win by one touchdown, I'm not I'm not worried about winning yeah. against the Vikings. I'm I, worried about that line. Yeah, I could see this being a push game. You know, yeah. where it's 21-14, or something like that. So now, yeah. So no, g- give me the 49ers. I'm going to lay the points. I already wrote it down. I didn't even have to wait. So you want my mortal lock? This is my money game, the one that I will put a little. Let's see. Little I'm trying to John. think. Well, you already talked about the Ravens. Did you talk about the Ravens? Well, we talked a little bit about Detroit going in there and that being a test. Okay, so, so who's your mortal lock? Because I don't know if I see any games that I would call a mortal I, lock in here. I love Seattle giving eight. At least I got the line at eight against Arizona. Arizona plus eight, Seattle at home. Really? Really? Yes. A Cardinal team that beat the Cowboys. Okay, that that's why I like a, Seattle even more. A div, a divisional game. Doesn't matter. They they lost their running back, Connor. The offense has sputtered big time since the Cowboy game. They played awful last week. What, they had six points, I think? Okay. I, that, that's my lock. Put me down for a fourth game this week. I'm going to bet against you on this one. Okay. Give me the Cardinals and the points on the road in a divisional game. Eight points, too much for the second tier of the NFC West. So what we'll do for fun, and and we'll actually do it, no pizzas. You want to do a a crisp $20 bill and we hand it on air? Okay. All right. That'll be fun. For $20, for a big 20, Bob has... Arizona plus eight. I got Seattle minus eight. That's a that's a big number. That is a big number. That's that's the bait line, I know. But that's I could see Seattle winning thirty three to ten. Really. I, I I don't think it's gonna be a close game. The other one that I kinda like, just because they have so many offensive weapons, they got Pitts, a tight end, they got Drake London who's playing well, they got that double headed running back monster team. Uh and they got a quarterback that absolutely sucks, man. But give me Atlanta. This is a soft bet. Give me Atlanta plus two and a half at Tampa Bay. That's my other pick. Mm. And if that's they a, just if that's they, an interesting one. If they just you know whoever wins that game is the division leader. They'll be the division leader. Yeah. Which is insane. But I picked Atlanta at the it's, start of the year. It's to, it's again. It's 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 one of the South divisions where where good teams go to die in the NFL. Yeah. And then the bu- Buffalo on the road, eight and a half point favorites at the Patriots. I would, I'd take Buffalo and lay the points. But I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything more yeah, than that. I'm I not gonna touch. I'm anything. not gonna put that game down. But but that'll be interesting. Okay. All right, Bob. Well, good show, folks. Uh, if you stuck around to the end, please hit like and subscribe. We don't ask for money. We just ask for you to push that button. We're for on your Apple. love and adulation. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on all that good stuff. We sound even better in your car. So listen to us in the car. Until next week, OHIO, go Spurs. Peace out, Wemby.